Hey, everybody. Every Thursday, we release a Patreon episode at patreon.org slash series finale, where the boys watch a premiere or a pilot of a show, and we have a lot of fun. Sometimes we just watch Billions. But this week, we watched Kid Nation, and it was so great, and we actually got one of the stars, Laurel McGough, on that we decided to release it to you for free as a bonus. So please enjoy and subscribe to the Patreon. Good night, America, and good morning in advance. Let's find a show we never seen before. Series finale. Start at the end. Yeah, that's where we Pilots, the Patreon-only podcast spinoff of series finale. <laughs> Which is... We, we thank you for listening to this. Uh, thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. Thank you for listening to the Pirate Fee, whatever it is. We right. do thank you. This comes out uh, every Tuesday? No, no Thursday. 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 This comes out every Thursday. Yeah, we do appreciate you. Um, we are excited for this week's episode because we have a real special guest that's okay. going to be joining us. We don't often do this, but we discuss one of the best television shows ever, <laughs> Kid, <laughs> Kid Nation. Very and, controversial. And Jack has actually wrangled. done a little bit of research, but done a little bit of journalism. I'm a journalist now, <laughs> a broadcast journalist. You were looking into the plight of the Uyghur people, correct? And <laughs> we have a celebrity guest, Laurel McGough from... CBS's Kid Nation. The star, the star of CBS's Kid Nation. As far as we know, this is the only media interview she's done in, <laughs> in twelve years. Yes. So this is huge. Yeah, no. we're very excited. Uh, th- we yeah. we definitely love to talk about some like certain TV oddities and interesting things that have occurred in TV. And this is a uh, uh, the premise of the show is extremely wild. Yes. yes, but before we get to that, I want to update our dearest listeners on some of the content that we've been putting out. So as you <laughs> notice. Uh, in my unemployment, or retirement as I call yes. it, I've been putting out more videos, okay? Absolutely. Yes. I tried to make us a TikTok account. Okay. I made us a TikTok <laughs> account, and yes. I uploaded one of our videos, which involved us discussing the Chinese-Ugandan <laughs> trains. <laughs> the Chinese-Ugandan trains. Yes. To free, and we mentioned the plight of the, the Uyghur, Uyghur people. people. TikTok removed the video. <laughs> <laughs> Which now puts us on the front lines of censorship from the Chinese government. The Chinese government owns TikTok. No. Yes, they do. Yeah, they own it. They banned someone for saying free Hong Kong, and they've banned us for shouting out and speaking truth to power. (laughs) That's crazy. I gotta side with the Chinese government on this okay. one. I side with the Chinese government. I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ears over there that could listen to series pilots. So that's a good point. It would know. be sick to get the Chinese people. Five dollars a month, five hundred million yuan. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but I'm gonna I, like LeBron James. I'm gonna start kowtowing to China in hopes of uh, right. hitting that market. So I just want everyone to know that when history says, "What did you do about?" The Uyghur situation. <laughs> we literally had content removed from the internet for trying wow. to call attention to the plight. That's I mean, amazing. I don't, in, we are an oppressed people. What? We should be going up first at non-binary open minds. <laughs> <laughs> in their defense, though, China could have just also thought it wasn't very funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a good joke. That's a great question. Did we get censored for freedom or for lack of humor? <laughs> Do you think President Xi Jinping just sits on on his phone and goes through TikToks and swipes left if they if he doesn't like them? I think that's President Xi's main pastime. Yeah. And Secretary First Cabinet of Defense, uh, Bing Bang Boom. <laughs> Former president. Yes. Oh boy, the Uyghurs. They're, they're, they're brought up quite a bit. And what's interesting, the show kind of directly connects to the Uyghur people in my... Okay. In Kid Nation? <laughs> <laughs> Kid Na- Kid, you're right. Kid Nation was, uh, in 2007, it was about a group of Chinese Muslims <laughs> <laughs> who were tasked with starting their own society in New Mexico. And so, so you actually No, but I do think because the way Kid Nation is, it's, a old, it, it's an old saloon-style yep. town that is abandoned. But when you like when they show shots of it, it sort of just looks like a concentration camp. You know, I didn't. Get you know vibe, this because yeah. you you've studied concentration. Yeah, you yes. majored in the Holocaust, in trying every, to disprove it. Yes, in every <laughs> no no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but every um, every concentration camp they had 
a uh, challenges. They had group <laughs> challenges <laughs> to see if you could get on the town council. <laughs> Laurel might not like this content we're putting out right now. No, Laurel's uh, gonna love no, it. No, no, it's great. It's uh, great. Laurel McGough, she, I believe, <laughs> she is the best part of the show. Wait, oh, so let's get a BSB. Right, let's BSB. Get a BSB of Kid Nation. Nation. BSB. A group of children are taken to an old boomtown, Bonanza City, with no adult supervision to see how kids would run the world. Yes. That's kind of the BSB. And what's interesting, when fans in TV historians sit around and discuss this show, there's a few angles this show got criticism. One, labor laws. The Screen Actors Guild hated this show. They weren't compensated. <laughs> there were no breaks. It was very bad. But other historians come about, and John Updike once said when he was discussing literary criticism, you can't criticize something for not doing what it didn't aim to do. You can only criticize it for if it hit its goals. Got it. In this show's goals... So like a, a botched drive-by shooting, is that criticizable? You can criticize it as a drive-by. You can criticize it as a shooting. But you can't, can't criticize, criticize it. it as a ride share. <laughs> <laughs> you can't criticize it as a murder because it didn't kill anybody. Well, it didn't attempt to. Maybe yeah, I, if it the drive-by is just to rough people up. No, then you can. You can't criticize it as a piece of performance art. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Dude, it one more time what? I'm confused by it You can't criticize something For what it didn't aim to do So you can't criticize The Irishman For not being Inclusive to women Because okay, that wasn't The point wasn't of what it did You it can't was, criticize me For not getting laughs When I get on stage That's not what I'm going well, for Well at stand up comedy You can And slam poetry You can't But <laughs> Nanette would say You can't So I don't know But anyway <laughs> What this show aimed to do Was a bit convoluted, right? Because on one end, the producers really wanted it to be a social experiment. Yeah. But the CBS network wanted a bit of a game show aspect. <laughs> so really, it just became Survivor for Children. Yeah. Right? When it, they wanted it to be a... Um, uh, what's the the pig Piggy. kid? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Lord, Lord of the, of the Flies. Flies. Island Flies. And it's not a true Lord <laughs> of the Flies because there's so much intervention from reality TV producers. Lord of the Flies 2 on Epstein's Island. That's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> I disavow that. That's oh. the first disavow we've had in a while. But Kill I the pig. <laughs> Smashes. Whatever. Yeah, what do they say? They they throw a they, conch they, ch head. they chant kill the pig or whatever. Now that actually... They dehumanize one character. Right. Which happens in the show with Michael a lot. You, oh, <laughs> the, the autistic kid? <laughs> well, with the blonde no, boy with glasses? He had Asperger's for sure. I don't know. Well, we can't diagnose this stuff from uh, TV. First he of all, it's nerd. on TV and it was 12 years ago. So, so he definitely had Asperger's. <laughs> uh, and he was obsessed with television too. Remember when he was... He, at one point, they get the option to get in eight new porter potties for 60 people when there's only had one the entire time. And then the other option is they can get a TV. And the nerdy Asperger's kid, Mike, is like, maybe, maybe we there's can get the a, TV. There's a Reddit AMA with him. And this was like one of the things that, and there were people, this was in 2015, so eight <laughs> years after it went off. Yes. Thing. Some people were like, okay, I noticed in episode six you did this. I want to know what you were thinking here. Oh, and there was a shift in your character. I can, one person was like, I knew this show was sick when children opted for like hygiene over television. <laughs> this is messed up, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they show that the, there's all these different kids, and they range. I thought the age oh, gaps were my hilarious. My favorite thing. Some of these kids have hit puberty. They're 15 years 15. old. They're in high school. Yeah. Then we have a second grader, Jimmy, who's eight years <laughs> old. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy is just crying. Jimmy has a tough time, time with it, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and he should. It's, like, traumatic. But Jimmy is now, such a self-aware, brilliant character. All the time he says, I'm too young to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His parents were probably desperately trying to foist him into a reality team career. They thought probably that Jimmy could spin off of this, you know, yes. like like, like uh, Boston Rob did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like uh, or like Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. They thought he would be like the next reality TV megastar. They but really, right. he just cried all the time. He was a bitch. A lot of crying when you put a bunch of kids together. You know, and I <laughs> loved it. I, lo I thought it was great. You know what they gave the parents? $5,000 stipend. I heard. After the whole thing was over, if you made it through the whole thing. Really? So Jimmy, so Jimmy got nothing? Needed 5K. Well, I have a direct connection. He's from New Hampshire. Yes. Jimmy's sister went, my girlfriend knows Jimmy and went to high school with her older sister. So you're basically in laws with Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jimmy's daddy. <laughs> but she said that, like, the whole thing was like their family was trying to get Jimmy involved in 
Hollywood. Oh, that's yeah. perverse. It, yeah. That's really scary. When you're living in New Hampshire, <laughs> when you're living in New Hampshire, there's not a ton of like avenues into the Hollywood system. You gotta take what you, you can do that. Hey, right. You can be an extra in the worst movie of all time, The Town. You can do oh, very limited <laughs> things you can do. Or go to Manchester High School where Adam Sandler went, Ooh. Sarah Silverman Ooh. went, Ooh. and then someone else I, recently. Jimmy went there. Fallon style guy. What's his name? Um, he's Alan after Jimmy Fallon. Oh, uh, the Scottish Hall- guy? Not Chris James Hardwick. whatever? James Corden? No, James no, no. That's the fat guy. All right. Um, don't bring him up if you don't know his name. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers. Oh, Seth Meyers? Yes, yes he, he also, also went, went to there. Manchester. Damn. You yeah. think he hung out at the Red Arrow Diner? Never. <laughs> Manchester. I went there. But the Jimmy, though, I kind of see where his parents were going. This kid was cute. Jimmy was cute, and Jimmy had a list, and Jimmy was the funniest part of the show. Remember when Mike, the 15-year-old, was like, hey, Jimmy, do you want me to take care of you because I'm the big tough guy? That was guy? Greg. And, oh, yeah, Greg. That was Greg. Greg was like, Greg was 15. He was cool. He had a bandana. He was like, hey, Jimmy, I'll, take, I'll protect you because I'm 15. And Jimmy was like, is that Greg? No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Greg's a divisive character. Now, let's talk a little more about some of these characters. We, yes. have, a, we have, first of all, they have like, I, it seems like 100 kids. Uh, so they there's have 40 t- kids. 40 kids. Right. There are four uh Town Tribes. counselors. <laughs> there are four town counselors who are like sort of supposed to be in charge of the kids. Right. We have Taylor. She's ten years old. She's Taylor. a she's a beauty pageant superstar from Texas. From Texas. Yes. yes. She's also struggling like Jimmy. Yeah. Yes. She doesn't like. She's it there. ten. <laughs> We got Anjay. Anjay. Anjay is hysterical. Anjay <laughs> seems like he's very put together and very smart. Anjay is also like 11. He is very honored to be a council person, <laughs> and he takes it extremely seriously. <laughs> That's the best part of the show is every kid on the show, they take it very seriously. They're like, we can change the world. <laughs> yeah, and they tell them they're at the bona- they're at this failed boom town, but it's really just like a sh- like a sh- a set for movies. It's a Potemkin village, yeah, yeah is the term. Bonanza oh. City was a real place that did end up completely uninhabited. Like, was it? Did they do it there? Yeah, they did it there. I mean, and it, so it was a place. It was then it became uninhabited, but then, and now they made set, it into a, a movie set. Yeah, yeah. but the, the Roloffs have a similar set on their farm. Actually. We gotta do the Roloffs <laughs> there. We got We also have. Uh, we we also have um, we have uh, let's we'll just save Mike for last. Who's the other uh, the chick, the Boston Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. Laurel yeah, Laurel, Laurel, Laurel Goff. Yeah, she uh, she has an interesting accent. She seems very sweet and caring and nice she, in the show. She does, but with a terrible accent, so it's hard to be into it. At oh, all. you're yeah, okay. dude. The accent is so funny. No. It's like <laughs> none of the other kids really have accents. None. Okay, the funniest kid is Laurel, and then this kid DK. Who's a black kid from Chicago. And at one point, DK just has a muscle spasm. They have to march from... from, from When they first drop them off, they're they're like a mile away from the town. And they have to haul these big-ass carts from where they're dropped off to the town. And DK goes down. And he's... He's shrieking and retching, <laughs> and Greg picks him up and puts him on the pile, and he's like, Greg saved my life. I don't know <laughs> what I would have done. And I read a little backstory. At one point, one of the complaints about this show was the children, there were a few children who blank, drank bleach, and some, <laughs> yeah, right, some kids right. sued. DK was one of the kids who sued, yes. and his, who drank bleach, and his mother was quoted in an article. She was saying, you know what? Even though he drank bleach, that could have happened anywhere. I'm grateful he had the experience to be around <laughs> kids from different backgrounds. I love DK. He's so wholesome and he's so present in every moment. Yeah. This is kind of hilarious. They, all the kids get bandanas for their colors at one point, and all the kids wear them like around their neck or something like that. DK has his wrapped around his leg like a true gangster. <laughs> 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 it was great. But, um, but so, there's one more town council we haven't discussed. This Mike. Kid, this kid sucks. Mike is about 11 years old. He's blonde. He has glasses. And your first sort of exposure on the show is that he uh, he takes, he's like, I'm a leader, and he wants to lead. And as they're hauling the carts, <laughs> Mike is walking in front of the carts, encouraging Greg to pull harder and yes. faster. And it's very irritating. And the kids call Mike, er, Mike out immediately. They're like, Mike, why don't you fucking do... Why don't you pull some of these cars? Mike, why don't you pull something? He's like, I am leading. I am leading in my own way. They (laughs) all like... Any sort of confrontation, the kids cry immediately. I love this so much because like, I did student government as a child and did all these things on leadership. 
in you should never have a class on leadership. No one should be able to think of the word leader until you're 25. What are you talking about? How is there a 10-year-old who's a well, leader? You can see these kids like they Some gravitate them, to power quickly. Yes. Like, so, they get like they there feel are people at the later it. town meeting who basically want it. Greg basically <laughs> criticizes them heavy and wants to usurp power. Yeah. Yeah. Craig is Craig is uh, a problem. Greg, I love Greg. Greg is Greg way is too old Greg to be is here. 22 yeah. years old. <laughs> he just got out of prison for DUI and uh he's dropped in here. He's aggressive. He's, he's uh aggressive. He speaks his mind and, he, and he doesn't take any shit. He does what he wants to do. <laughs> he's kind of cast as like the bad guy in a lot of ways, the but bad I actually boy. I actually don't see him that way at all. I think Greg is Gotta, it, it depends. If Greg is in jail right now, then he is very happy with how he was portrayed on Kid Nation. <laughs> if Greg is not in prison, he is incredibly embarrassed about this whole thing. I don't thing. hold anyone against him, and I consider all these people to be characters created by the editors. I don't think these are representations of uh, who the kids were. I think were. they nailed Mike. <laughs> I think they nailed him. I will ask Laurel about it, but I'm, they must have gotten so it. So we've got DK, we've got the town council, and then the other big player here is Sophia. Sophia, Sophia is, is also old. She's 14. Now, Greg uses being old to just be a bully. Sophia right, uses I disagree. It. I disagree. Greg was pulling the cards the hardest. Fine. Greg is a foot taller than everybody else <laughs> on the show and at one point barks in a kid's face and I believe pushes him Hell off yeah. the podium. Hell yeah. <laughs> but Sophia uses her knowledge. They have to prepare their own food, which is insane. <laughs> And they don't know how to make mac and cheese. They put in like 20 pounds of pasta, <laughs> waste it all. They waste the pasta immediately. And Sophia wages her war on the dishes. <laughs> Nobody will do the dishes. That's a problem. <laughs> Sophia also has a very iconic feminist moment in the yes. show. Would, right? Yeah. Because... They set it up so if you win the challenges, you're at the head of the class if you win it, right? You're an elite. I want to talk, talk more about this, get more into this later, but keep going. So you're in, if you're at the elites, you get a dollar for winning the challenge, right? What that was doesn't that? Sound you get like a dollar for all the labor you do. You yeah. get to be called, I forget what your job is, but then the merchants are second. The merchants are second. They the get to Jews. sell stuff from a store. It's sick. Yes. Yeah. 75 cents. Anjay is pumped about the saloon. <laughs> yeah. There's a saloon where they have soda, <laughs> and he was very excited about the opportunity to kick back, relax, and have a cold one with the boys. <laughs> Anjay says that the three best people in world history are George Washington. Oh, I love this. The only good adults. It's not oh, the best oh, people. He says oh. he's excited for Kid Nation because adults have really messed things up. Yeah. The only adults who got it right were George Washington. Yep. One, who else? I think it was Thomas Jefferson. Thomas, no. He kind of overlooked slavery yeah, at this Tom, point. George, yeah, George Washington. I thought else, it was Ben Franklin. And Mahat, it was Ben oh, Franklin. Ben, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah. George Washington, Ben Franklin, and Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Which Anjay must not have been a hip to Mahatma Gandhi's perversions. For his allegations. Or maybe he was. He was also hip to Ben Franklin's perversions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So there's the the number one tier of people. They get a dollar for everything. Then there's the number two tier, the merchants. Then there's the laborers who get the the cooks. No, then there's the cooks. The cooks? The cooks get... 50 cents, and the laborers, I believe, get 25 cents. No, laborers get, I think, 10 cents. <laughs> yeah, it's so messed up. Dude, the, the way, all right, so the way they labor, the way they uh, parse this out, the way they set the system up is so f- completely fucked up. The laborers do the most important work. Yes. They literally bring food and water into the place. They set it up like society, though. It's crazy. Yes. They yeah. do the most important work. They get the least out of anything. They have to do the hardest thing and they get paid the least. I think in a way this is an apt metaphor for society too because they have no choice where they end up. And a lot of people, in <laughs> say in America, you don't. De- DNA is destiny, but more than that, zip code. You can like predict what a kid's outcome will be in life based on where they're born. Yeah, yeah because yeah. of the opportunities. And if you, you get. were born on the red team, good things. Are yeah, cooking. it's done. You know, you're looking good. <laughs> that was great when the when uh, the, the red team beat the, the red team. I was uh, kind of bummed because I wanted to see. You love Greg. I love Greg. I, can't I, wa- I wanted- you love Greg. Greg sucked, dude. Greg I hated you. Greg. Love bullies, John. Yeah. What's I mean, he's just, he's just, like, just Mike see. is just such a wiener and he's like constantly <laughs> trying to like get his way. But Mike is 11. Okay. The Greg is 15. It's freaking. Greg, <laughs> Greg is a, a, a beard. Greg, <laughs> Greg is eligible for a minimum wage job. <laughs> Mike is just annoying and he tries to, I don't like when people try to like take control of situations all the time. 100%, I find Mike it so annoying. He was literally told he had, I mean, this is the thing. No, they're no, playing no. roles. They're not. I don't. I, I, we're going to ask 
our, our special guest. They were, but Mike came in. He said, they told him, you are different. You are a city councilor. You get to make decisions for right. these kids. But that was also part of this. Like, they didn't say how you need to act because, on the other hand, you have uh, the Texas beauty pageant chick. Taylor. Right? Taylor. She gets the same sort of role, and immediately she's sweet. You I know? am she's very, very, annoying, very like surprised that after it's that came out, there was an immediate socialism, and they said, no, we're all pulling <laughs> together the mic. I mean, let's just think about it like this. The one town councilor who's a white male is very irritating and very tries to take control. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> white male privilege. Yeah, I... I don't know. I didn't see it. I thought he did a great job. He was my favorite character. Yeah, I, I think that Kid Nation is an interesting launching point for a lot of discussions on American society. I don't think it's a good way to discuss race. I honestly don't. I think <laughs> every kids are like eight. It's a prism for race. And that's how it works. It's I actually think- kind of a good prism. It's actually a good talking point for like not really involving race because like it doesn't come up a single time with kids. Oh, uh, it does. When, they, when they're first showing them on the bus, it goes like, we have kids from all different aspects. Kids from, kids from rich families, poor families, kids from the country, kids from the city, blackface. And then, <laughs> and black then they kid. two bucks, hit them up. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rude. And then DK is on. He's like, well, I grew up uh, in Evansville, Illinois. My parents are professors <laughs> at Northwestern. And, it's and rude. then they were like, and kids from India. <laughs> How fun would it have been to have been a camera person on the show and just film just have like just filming children crying all day long it would have been missing their parents because you're not, i'm assuming if you're you're instructed as a cameraman only interfere until after they've drank in the bleach you know like <laughs> i mean this show is messed up this is like so crazy one of the big things how they decide that is a challenge and it's yeah, like very they have a challenge i just said what you said i'm sorry it's big brother-esque <laughs> and uh i actually came up with a challenge that i would do for the nation, for kids' nation. Right. For the nation of Islam? <laughs> what about kid nation of Islam? Kid nation of Islam is great. <laughs> DK would be the only reoccurring character. <laughs> I like to think Greg would be in there as well. <laughs> Throw it. All right. Greg. One of the craziest parts of kid nation was that it included both kids pre- and post-puberty. <laughs> A lot of the challenges, both physical and mental, favored the older kids because of their advanced development. So I wanted to create something that would favor the younger kids. The challenge was called Chilean miners in a coal mine. (laughs) All of the kids would be put in a Potemkin mine, and host extraordinaire Jonathan Karsh would detonate TNT, which would collapse the mine and trap the children underground. One of the kids would have to climb through a small hole and press a button that would free them. The other kids would be instructed to sing the Chilean miner song, Chi, 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 Le, 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 Los Mineros de Chile, to let Jonathan and crew know that they had not died. (laughs) Jimmy the 8 year old was the only one who could fit through But he kept saying I'm too young to be trapped in a mine (laughs) Clearly Jimmy has never heard of child labor In the mine accidents (laughs) in Butte, Montana (laughs) As Jimmy breaks down Laurel tries to step in and counsel him But he didn't understand that she meant You can do it you queer As a form of Bostonian affection (laughs) Sensing unrest Mike starts screaming As he was known to do And Anjay tries to calm him down By getting him to spell various words Words The children are making no progress, and the Kids Nation production team realizes there's a problem. DK sprains an ankle again and starts (laughs) screaming. They try to send in paramedics, but no one can fit. Finally, Vern Troyer is flown in. Oh! He gets down there and rescues the kids, (laughs) but not until after he's negotiated higher pay for everyone as he is a union man, (laughs) and he's disgusted by the Kids Nation contract. CBS realizes they have a problem, but a shifty lawyer realizes after being stuck in a coal mine all day, the kids are covered in dirt and dust and appear to have been performing blackface. (laughs) So they take one-by-one photos and use these images to silence the parents into <laughs> obedience for no pay, ruining their children's future lives. Wow. Since the kids fail, the Kids Nation team withholds the challenge prize of tetanus shots, and Jared <laughs> later dies from lockjaw. Wow. Oh. I actually also uh, I uh, put together my own challenge that was featured on Kid Nation. 
My uh, my challenge for Kid Nation was intense and controversial. I had the four districts uh, involved in the Kid Nation show, green, blue, red, and yellow, compete in a bleach-chugging contest. <laughs> Each district had their own keg of Miller High Life brand bleach, and whenever whichever district finished their keg first would get to choose from two incredible prizes. A <laughs> butter churn to make delicious butter, or... A brand new stomach pump with bleach pumping <laughs> attachments. Uh, Greg easily won the contest, doing a keg stand and chugging the entire keg of bleach, while Mike cried and the cameraman huddled around him, capturing his adolescent meltdown from multiple angles for the special edition child exploitation DVD release. It was truly an incredible challenge in Kid Nation and sparked Kid Nation of Islam. <laughs> So I actually wrote for Kid Nation. Oh, you did? Yeah, I wrote for Kid Nation at one point, and uh, the challenge I created was considered the most difficult one yet. The kids were instructed to meet me at the saloon at 12 o'clock p.m. <laughs> Each team was given a keg. They had seven hours to finish the keg. The first team to finish would be crowned the most fun and coolest kids nice. of the town. The team that came in last would be stripped naked and shaved and forced to swim across the Yellow River. This is perverse. <laughs> <laughs> the teams with the 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 teams with the fifteen year old boys, the red team and blue team, were both very excited. <laughs> Timmy, an eight year old, began to cry because it reminded <laughs> him of his alcoholic fathers. Oh, fathers! <laughs> yeah, he's New Hampshire dog. The kids started drinking heavily, and because most of them were 11, they got wasted quickly, and because I was a much better drinker at 24, I started calling them pussies <laughs> from the director's chair. One of the 12-year-olds yelled, I couldn't do any better, so I grabbed the nozzle on the keg and did a 30-second keg stand, Woo! and then crushed a soul cup on one of her heads. <laughs> I was loving getting drunk and impressing these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next night, I woke up butt naked with Alex, the nine-year-old oh Asian kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was super ashamed, so I checked myself into rehab and have been, <laughs> been sober ever since. God has forgiven me, and <laughs> I am content with, with how things went. Down. Wow. I do feel bad that Alex later killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the price of my sobriety. <laughs> Dude, I want to say it wow. is awesome that you got sober. Congratulations. <laughs> so now when you hook up with nine-year-old boys, you always remember it all. <laughs> Dude, God damn, that was crazy. You yeah. crossed some lines, man. Uh, but at least you didn't make John Paul read it this time. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, so that's one other thing I wanted to mention was the uh, the the girl Sophia, the fourteen year old. Yes. She, what about her? <laughs> <laughs> she at one point she decides she's a laborer, so she's making no money. And so what does she decide to do to start making some extra cash on the for side? Nickels. She dance. She puts a sign in the street that says "Dancing for Cash." And the boys and girls start throwing money at her while she dances. This is just the natural progression of society. It's this crazy is crazy how quickly that happened, though. Somebody uh, I, I heard recently at, at an open mic was talking about how uh, in a, 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 a control group of like lab uh, monkeys, they taught monkeys like what money was, and they gave them like their own version of money. Yeah. And the monkeys immediately started paying for sex. Really? <laughs> the monkeys would give <laughs> the monkeys would give the female monkeys money, fuck them, and then the female monkeys would use the money to buy treats. Wait, and so food. they were just wicked rich women? <laughs> <laughs> because like that's no the wicked only, feminist monkeys. But, but that's the only <laughs> that's the only job available in a laboratory setting for monkeys <laughs> like it's not like one of the monkeys could like create a cab service <laughs> because they have nowhere to go so they actually could do other stuff they could they that's could. female privilege <laughs> i don't that's that, that what else could you do a monkey cobbler I don't know what the monkeys do. How are the male monkeys making money? Do you think we get Laurel on? She'll she'll throw some shade at that fucking whore, Sophia. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> apparently, Mike and Sophia were close friends, according to the AMA. Which but I think there's Mike? two Mikes. It's there's not the Mike, councilman there's, Mike. There's older Mike. There's Michael, who's got longer blonde hair. And right. when, there's a Michael. There's a, Michael great, the AMA. there's a great scene where Mike goes like, listen up, everybody. He tries to like be a leader and right. give a big speech. But he's got his, a- his speech is horrible. And Greg starts like, get, uh, Greg's, Greg and Mike get into it. They start yelling. <laughs> Greg says, get out of my face. And Mike's like, what are you going to do about it? And Greg shoves him. <laughs> and then he backs down immediately. He, he pulls you know a what, me. He pulls a me. I'm wondering, do you hate Mike because you see yourself in Mike? <laughs> <laughs> he does back down immediately and later uh, tries to make things right with Greg. But I don't think Greg took it seriously. No, Greg. Uh, uh, but then after it. that, Michael gets up and he makes a speech that is much more well received. Right. right. But it's also. He, is that the one? If you want to be good leaders, I think you should get to know everybody, because if you talk to them as humans, they'll like it better. That than was if kind you of beautiful. Talk down. To them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. My, that is pretty much the show is an hour and most of it is kids in a giant room. With three other kids being, hey, quiet down. Come on, come on. Come I, uh, on. Oh, my God. It was painful. <laughs> a lot of it was It bad. was painful. And, like, uh, they just tried many ways to pit children against each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Michael, I thought Michael's, like, his whole a- act of, like, being, like, the, the good 14-year-old was also annoying. Because Greg is, like... Greg is Love annoying Greg. and a bully, but it's also funny when a kid is but like, he's a man. what are you going to do about it? And immediately <laughs> Greg just pushes him. It's like, that's badass. <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to kick your ass. Greg also leads like vandalism raids I on know. the other districts. It's pretty badass. Right? Oh. He's on Team Blue, and he goes around to like other districts, and he writes like blue on their sign. Man, this infuriates the other kids. They can't, they're freaking out about and it. And there's this little Asian kid on the blue team named Alex who's by far my favorite Alex character. Alex is funny. You Alex can tell he got enough screen time that he could have built into a big character. Yeah, and he um, he's a total snitch. Like, <laughs> pretty much Michael. DK was telling him Michael what happened. Michael and DK, and there's some other kids asking Alex. was like, was this blue team? And Alex is like, oh, I don't know. I shouldn't <laughs> say it was us. <laughs> it's great. I'm, I, Alex was cute as hell, dude. Why do you think I had such an was impassioned Was he from Massachusetts? <laughs> There were a couple kids from Mass. Well, couple of Mass holes. Yeah, I mean, the Laurel. Laurel and, um, you know, Jimmy is New a, Hampshire. a New Hampshire guy. That's New England. Yeah. But um, no Mainers. Do you think Jimmy was one of the New Hampshire racists that attacked Keytar Bear in the street? <laughs> what are you talking about? People, there was a bunch of kids in New Hampshire, like high schoolers, who came to <laughs> Massachusetts and they, like, beat up the keytar bear in the street is that true yeah yeah i think true. it is why do they beat him up for fat black. he's black yeah but i don't know that they knew that he's wearing a mask <laughs> they could tell wait they Keytar tell. bear is black i yeah, have no Keytar bear is like Keytar- a black nerd yeah Keytar bear is really? black and the kids beat him up because he was a black bear Keytar bear has been assaulted multiple times he's a grizzly bear but he has a black bear father <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea that he had been assaulted yeah, a bu- yeah, a bunch. There's like conspiracy people- theories on the subreddit R Boston where people think that Kitar Bear. Basically, Reddit is so annoying. Everyone accuses people of being corporate <laughs> shills. They're like, but you need to are- go there to Kitar jack off Bear the pictures. Bear is a corporate <laughs> is a corporate thing. People are posting pictures fake, and uh, there's multiple Kitar Bears. I've seen him doing multiple events. He's <laughs> doing weddings. It's a scam, and it's like, dude, it's a nerdy quasi homeless guy playing for tips <laughs> in the subway. <laughs> I think Keytar Keytar Bear is like brought to you by Sprite. Big business, dude. They're like, he's a wedding band conglomerate. He's just doing this to raise awareness. Oh, that's great. Um, so Sophia, I thought that was crazy when Sophia started dancing because I was thinking like maybe like if you were the producer of the show, you have to be like, this is a bad look. No, like, we gotta dude, it's a bad look. look. Controversy it, it, equals cash. Immediately, and- I thought of like this. Is inappropriate. Did you express you know? that to Alex after you woke up in bed next to him? <laughs> I said, what are the producers doing here? But no, you know what I did appreciate appreciate about Kid Nation though? They didn't like they didn't like make any relationships or anything like that. Like like uh like, Well, we only watched the first episode. That is true. But in the AMA, Michael says someone asks about this. He says, Look, it's basically like summer camp. I don't think it would be wise for me to be talking about what a bunch of children did with each other. At night. Whoa! Like, what? Yeah, dude. It was maybe we, like... Maybe we can get out of Laurel. The AMA I, is juicy. That's so inappropriate because it was like 15 to 8-year-olds. But, I mean, you have so to fi- hope it was like an 8... Like, 
Greg similar 15, age group. Sophia's yeah. you know like you have to hope it was Michael right. and Jimmy and not like Greg and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I think eight is not okay. No, at all. <laughs> Even if you're eleven, it's like if that happens, call the police, dude. <laughs> no, no, you call After you the shot. You call shot. you call Bonanza Town Sheriff, who is Andre. <laughs> He'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll lock you up in the cartoon jail for rape. Anjay's <laughs> consent laws if you can spell voracious. <laughs> if you can spell libido, you're okay. Oh god, that's um, did they give they did they give the star away? Right. Yes, so they did. that's another thing is there's Dude, a gold The town star. council made of two pounds of pure gold. <laughs> so you can either get the gold or get twenty thousand cash. Yeah. How much is two pounds worth? It's probably That's about 20000 but really hard <laughs> to find someone to give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a crazy... So, yeah. Well, can you, well, that means one more time. What, they have, the town council has this star. I think star. every week they can and give they, a star And to they the can kid. award it every few days to one kid. And the Which kid gets $20,000. What I love, my favorite part of this is eventually they give it to Sophia. And the whole thing is Sophia's clearly the hardest working kid here. Without them, She's out there hustling in yeah, the streets. But she's <laughs> providing the food. And at one point, Sophia kind of casts aspersions on the council right before the star is going to be announced. Yeah. Michael wants to rescind it, basically. <laughs> oh, like, Mike? Yeah, he's like, He's Mike. so petty. He's like, dude, if you don't kiss the ring, you don't get it, you know? <laughs> and it also is insane to give four 11-year-olds the ability to give $20,000 to somebody. <laughs> and, it, and then instead of like... Instead of like secretly doing it so that like the kids don't know that they could win twenty thousand dollars every town council meeting, they just announce it to all the kids like, "Hey, if you treat these four kids well, you might win twenty thousand. <laughs> you can bet Greg was kicking himself. Oh well, Greg was because in the preview for next week, Greg was like. Yeah, I really got to change my tune a little bit. I'm going to push for that gold star. <laughs> it's so funny. And if you know what sucks about the gold star? It's mostly if you're capable of working or, like, lifting things up, yeah, you, you are going to win the gold star. Jimmy would probably, if he had hung around for week two, they probably would have given him a gold for star. For what, though? For, like, for good staying. morale? Yeah, for good morale. I mean, it's... Dude, it's TV. You can do whatever you want, you know. <laughs> they need to give it they need to give the gold star to Jimmy because if Jimmy gets twenty thousand dollars, he could buy five mansions in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Dude, this Dude. show is at the peak of the reality TV boom. Where yeah. oh, 2007. I also love the fact that like they, the producers like go like kind of in on these kids. Like the kids have they, the beds that they get are literal like cushions for like cops dude this is not right no. I mean, as no, a I guy, it, but yeah. they stuck to the premise of the show they didn't have access to shower like really gotten health problems yeah they didn't have access that was, to shows like naked and afraid but with kids and yeah like bad hygiene that's really insane there was one porter potty for 40 kids yeah then they gave that seven but still, still they could have picked the tv i mean dude this is a health problem at one point one of the clips they get after the kid uh, they reveal that there's one poor right. boy. This kid says, I don't plan on pooping the whole time I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's What's the longest you've gone without dropping a deuce? Probably two or three days. Yeah, but I it's think good like to be regular. Days. I'm regular right. now. I, I'm three times a day. Yeah, really? I mean, if I travel, really? I'm all if messed up. If I push up. hard enough. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, the... The kids were like, the kids were, you know what's funny? When I first started the show, I thought I was really going to like hate it, but I like did enjoy it. Like, yeah, I liked, I liked it too. This show was so good. It, <laughs> it's so it wrong. It also had a lot you, of. Do you like reality TV more than scripted television? You definitely do. Dude, it's, but when and I was you raised. you like bad reality TV. I was, <laughs> I was raised in a reality television household. Like I really, honest <laughs> to God, was. Big Brother was a two to three night a week commitment. My, my, in, in like I grew up with discipline, so if my mom wanted to watch TV, my mom worked. So we're going to watch what she wants to watch. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, maybe Idol, but Monday, Sunday, Thursday, Tuesday, those are Big Brother nights, okay? Right. So Dude. that's gone. Thursday, no Seinfeld. Survivor at 9. Okay, hey, before dinner, if you can squeeze it in, after homework, fine, but <laughs> you probably can't. And so we watched Kid Nation, and we, we loved it. Do you think, <laughs> would your family have signed you up for Kid Nation? No, no, no. Do you think you would have been done, would you have been on the town council? Yeah, I think it, I would have been. I would have definitely been popular. 
I would have. I would have definitely... been popular, but you wouldn't have been on town council. I was very nerdy and had a lot of public speaking experience. Yeah, I would have bullied you. I would have yeah, been, Greg. I would have been on town no. council, and it would have ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been saying insane stuff. <laughs> you would have been like, no, no video porn. <laughs> you would have been pictures of things. Gabby Carter only. <laughs> You would have definitely tried to ban stuff like cursing. You would yeah. have been. You would have made kids. I put probably money would in have banned jar. soda. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been an early. I would have tried prohibition, and that honestly would have been a great episode. Yes, of the nation. Yes. Like you get the teetotalers and like religious fundamentalism <laughs> like overtakes. You might have started your own religion. Like I'm gonna read some of the Bible every Sunday morning. Whoever That'd be wants hilarious. to come. What do you guys free? think the cast of a new modern reboot of Kid Nation would look like? Want to make it more diverse? Oh. All trans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just trans drag queens? Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I think that, like... But then there's a big controversy over the outhouses. Which outhouse do you use? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I do think, in all seriousness, Jack, you brought up that it is true that sexuality was not discussed in this. Race wasn't discussed. Yeah. Class was. I think both sexuality and race would have been heavily discussed there would have been a kid like wearing kente cloth being like you know my dad is black my mom's white as i think we need to have a meeting about kneeling and how the <laughs> well in today's kid yeah nation? they would no, have been definitely. like town council needs to speak up on the israel palestine situation I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know why bonanza city doesn't have a resolution on israel palestine <laughs> oh that would be amazing and my like uh you know i have like a younger sister so she does talk about like how like kids that have tried like kids have said like mean things in school and it's like a huge to do if you bully even in the slightest you're like put on blast really? that yes. does need to happen because in the age right as we were growing up there were high profile cyberbullying suicides and teen suicide is still like a big problem how big <laughs> i think it's the leading killer of teens not opioids? Not Uyghur teens. I don't think 11-year-olds are <laughs> bumping perk 30s, you know? But I don't know. Laura McLaughlin might know a few. <laughs> uh, uh, why don't we put this up on to see if she'll call in now? Hold on. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, yeah, no problem at all. I mean, I, I just got home from work a couple hours ago, so... I'm shaking. What, I'm what so excited to have you on. This is so cool. Laurel, <laughs> thank you again so much for being on the show. We were we just finished watching uh, the first episode of Kid Nation, and we were huge fans of the show. <laughs> Not just of the show, but of your role on the show. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, thank you. So, can you just give us a little broad strokes breakdown of how you ended up on the show in itself? Okay, so, um, well, I grew up right outside Boston, and uh, I always grew up doing theater. That was just kind of like my thing, my hobby. Mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of the only thing I was good at. I was pretty piss poor at all sports, so <laughs> that was kind of the only uh, option I had. Um, and my brother and I were kind of involved in it a little bit, and he actually uh, got on. He auditioned for a television show called uh, Fetch with Russ Russman, which is on PBS. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, it's like a PBS show that's similar to Zoom or, or something like that. So he did that. And, um, yeah, I was just sort of going about my life, going to school, you know, doing little theater plays here and there. Mm. And one of the producers from Fetch called my mother um, and said, <laughs> hey, we're auditioning kids from this show, and we're trying to round out the cast. We have 39 kids. Ooh. And we don't have anybody from Boston, and we kind of want someone from New England. They needed a blue-collar egg. could come in and audition. And so I just said, sure, and I was the, uh, I was the 40th kid selected. Wow. Oh. Now, being from, Bo being from Boston, were you the only kid that got there with a large ice cot from Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Absolutely, a large iced coffee and a Marlboro Red. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a criminal record. <laughs> That's awesome. Your accent caused a lot of fire in my relationship because my Thank girlfriend, you. she did not believe that it was true at all. And I stood by you, though. Or I, I'm ride or die. I could tell it was real. Yeah, I knew it was real. I did. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. So, Laurel, you were in the town council. That's, like, pretty prestigious. Were, were you... When did you find out that you would be part of the town council? 
Okay, so here's the craziest part. It was all, um, this whole process for me auditioning to me going to the first day of the show was about five and a half, six weeks. Um, oh, wow. It's a very short amount of time. Yeah, very short amount of time. So I had an initial audition in Boston, um, just an on-camera audition with a, a couple a couple people in the room. Um, that sounds a little seedy as I say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go there. Um, so, yeah, it was just me and a few producers, and um, they asked me a few questions just to talk about myself and things like that. And I sort of had, you know, nothing to lose at that point. I was just a 12-year-old. Oh, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Um, I was just a 12-year-old sort of going through life, and uh, they asked me a few questions, and I was kind of like, I don't know, probably snarky and badass or whatever in my answers. Nice. Throw the Boston in their face. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so that was around February. And then they, about two weeks later, they flew me out to Los Angeles. And I had another audition in CBS Studios, uh, which was really cool. That's and great. that was in the middle of March. And then they called me March 26th. Oh, wow. Said, you remember it. Okay. Yeah. They said, we want you to be um, on the town council. And I said, well, what, what the hell is that? And they said, um. <laughs> You'll find out when you get here. Whoa! Uh, were, yeah, so there were four of us, and uh, we flew out March 26th and began filming April 1st. Wow. Two quick questions about the town. Ta- okay, so number one, is Greg really an asshole? <laughs> yes. Oh! <laughs> yes. I thought he seemed, like, misunderstood. No. And no, no, do you think no, no, no. He's dead. Mike has Asperger's, correct? That's a crazy question. <laughs> You can't. You don't have to answer that. Come on. Wait. What did you say? I'm sorry. We're Mike, cutting it from the record. Mike has Asperger's. He's got something going on. The kid's a wacko. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, uh, no, uh, I refuse to comment on that, <laughs> on that statement. Wait. So you said it filmed April first. So did you miss school for Kid Nation? Absolutely, baby. I had to unenroll out of school. What? Uh, <laughs> you were an off. The- the grid child this is crazy pretty much pretty much um and but my school was like yeah sure so i had to uh unenroll out of school so technically uh i i was just not going to school and they approved it i mean you don't need school when you're starting an entire new kid society (laughs) (laughs) 17th or something like that and then i just had to take a couple tests make up a little bit of work and uh they sort of just swept it under the rug and pretended it didn't, ha- it, uh, didn't happen. But, I mean, you must have been so big in school, right? Because you were on TV. People, Kids were watching you on TV, right? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing at points. There was definitely, like, parts, like, definitely points where I didn't really want to be the center of attention. Wow. Um, but it just sort of happened But it was too much. For my birthday that year, I got so many gifts from people. <laughs> um, well, did they think if they gave you gifts, you would give them a $20,000 star? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. So, um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, people were really cool about it. I mean, I was everyone's... They knew me my whole life before that, so it wasn't like... I mean, I was just some... You know, it wasn't as big of a deal as it seems, I guess. Um, but overall, people were pretty cool. There was definitely some bullying and, like, online bullying and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Like how, like yeah, how Jack just did when he called that. Mike autistic, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. We, we get that. We get that as well. We get that as well. Are you still friendly with any of the folks uh, from Kid Nation, any of the kids? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, we all sort of follow each other on social media. You got to do a reunion. We've done reunions on our own. It's got to be televised. The Kid Nation reunion is a cash grab. Somebody right. needs to get this together. I think it's what the world wants, needs, and deserves, in my opinion. What was the strangest interaction you had with like a producer? Oh, the strangest interaction I had. That's a really good question. Overall, they were really cool. I mean, they had to be... There were so many intense background checks between all of all of the employees and all of the, the sound people and the camera people and, the, you know, people think that we were just, like, thrown into the middle of nowhere. Mm. There were 300-plus adults around us. Oh, oh wow. There were doctors. There were psychiatrists. There were, you know, medical personnel, nurses. We each had our own, like, every five people had their own sort of 
counselor that they could report to at any time. Like, we were super, super safe. It's fucking CBS. Like, it's not, they're not just going to, they're not going to put themselves up for those liabilities and those so, situations, things like that. So there really wasn't any room. But what about the kid who was drinking bleach? Was he just <laughs> trying to... Yeah, that was completely exaggerated. Um, wow, the lying news media. So are you saying that the stories of D.K. Simmons drinking bleach is fake news? It's, um, it's, there's alternative facts. Okay. <laughs> yes, Laurel. <laughs> wow, this is so awesome. So, do, do, do you want the explanation of the bleach story? Absolutely. Please. Okay, here's what happened. So we were 40 children in the middle of the desert cleaning our own dishes. After a couple days of that happening, the producer said, these kids are going to get fucking gangrene or something if we let them, you know, clean these things the way they're cleaning them and then, you know, just let them eat off of them and and drink out of the cups and things like that. So when we all went to sleep, they would deep clean all of the dishes and stuff that we were drinking. Oh, so that's how the bleach got into the cup. DK got confused and grabbed the cup that had not yet been cleaned out of bleach. Well, they shouldn't be bleaching this stuff anyway. I kind of thought there was an idiot on the production team. I agree. I agree about that. But then he, he it was like super, there was only a teeny tiny bit at the bottom. It was super diluted with soda. He threw up a couple times. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the price you pay for trying to create a great society, though. You know, some, somebody's got to drink bleach. There is absolutely no way in 2019 that that show could have been made today. Well, we're hoping for a reboot, a, a modern reboot of Kid Nation. Right. We love it. Kids of Kid Nation. You guys need to have children and then have your kids on Kid Nation. Ooh. That sounds like a wonderful, terrible idea. <laughs> Can you imagine your kid mucking it up with Greg's kid? That'd be amazing. I mean, I assume I Greg. I assume that Greg child. has tons of kids from tons of different women by now. <laughs> Greg is if, in if prison. If that happened, my child would not be allowed to come home. Boy or girl, I don't care. They're not allowed to come home. Wow, that's so. Uh, so we just. This has been so awesome. Thank you yes. so much for doing this, Laurel. It was fantastic having the show. Uh, I also want to shout out. It was so nice in the show when you gave that uh, comfort to Jamie. It was fantastic. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. It was awesome. Jimmy. It sh- I think that was a great thing about the show is that it showed how much compassion and empathy <laughs> that children can have, which I really thought and was beautiful. Laura, if we, if you could just just for our fans, if you could just do a quick Boston accent, yeah. Boston sentence for us, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I, I literally paid money to get rid of my accent. <laughs> get out of here, really. You paid money to get it coached out? Um, but I, I'm sorry? You paid money to get your accent coached out? Yes. I have wow. to for theater and film and, and things like that. People said you sound like a degenerate. <laughs> I said no. But what about, but like, Manchester to, uh, by the Sea? You could have been Manchester in that. Manchester by the Sea? You could have been in that. I can do Manchester. What? You could have been in Manchester by the Sea. You could have been in the fighter. You could have been in the town. You could have been in... City on the Hill. What else? The Departed. <laughs> you could have been in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, a Honeydew Donuts commercial. <laughs> you could have been in a Mary Lou's <laughs> commercial. Do you want to know a secret? Yes. yes. I was in a string of... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug myself a little bit right Please, now. please, plug. Um, I was in a string of national commercials for the Dish Network called the Hopper Commercial, <gasps> you and win. they make fun of Boston people in Boston accents. Nice. I know the Hopper ads. The Hopper. Yeah, I was, in, I was in a few of those. That's amazing. Wow. Tr- true royalty we're speaking with. Yes, we are very. We feel very blessed and lucky to get on the show. Uh, Lowell, can, can people find you on social media? Can you shout out your social media and stuff, where to find you and wa- find, can, keep you up with what you're doing? Found. Yeah. Tag my own social media. I mean, yeah. if you want to shout it out or just say, like, if people want to find you on social media. Or if, don't. Is that don't or if you don't want to. It. Yeah. it doesn't matter. No, yeah, come. Stalk me. Follow me. Whatever. Um, my Instagram is just my first and last name. Laurel, L-A-U-R-E-L, Magoff, M-C-G-O-S-S. And my Twitter is my first name, underscore, underscore, my last name, and number one. Oh, whoever so awesome. got that name before you, we're gonna take him down for you. You're gonna get that. <laughs> we're gonna get you. A, we'll get you a, uh, an easier Twitter handle. Uh, we'll definitely tag you up in all this stuff, and we truly appreciate you coming on the series uh, pilots podcast. We thank yes, you so much. Thank you. Yes. No 
problem. Uh, if you have, find another interesting episode or an episode where they show me in a bad light, which definitely comes up. <gasps> oh, uh, I don't believe it. Yet. What a teaser. We got to yes. get that now. Kid Nation forever. <laughs> Goodbye, Warrell. Thank you so much. <laughs> Damn. That was wow. an iconic moment. I feel so accomplished. Thank I, you, Jack. I'm so nervous. I'm glad we did that. I yeah. cannot <laughs> believe it. Dude, she was very cool. We could probably get every single kid from that show. You Dude, know they want it here. I think at this point, we can get Kevin Bacon on for City on a Hill episode, too. I feel like we're unstoppable. <laughs> I think we should do more Kid Nation episodes, honestly. <laughs> I think the internet needs it. Oh, boy. That's you hilarious. just love reality TV. You I do, do, but I love Billions, too. Yeah. Oh, did you know Agent Harris from The Sopranos is Buffalo Bob and Billions? Well, who, which one? <laughs> Buffalo Bob? You know, you know the mayor of Buffalo, Bob, and then he becomes oh, the governor? yeah. He was in The Sopranos. He was Agent Harris. I didn't realize that until we were oh, looking at photos yeah. of SopranoCon. And the, you know what? The guy from Billions, uh, the fat lawyer guy, guy's great. He's, he's, he's been, in The Joker. He's, he's in tons of stuff. Victor Mateo is in The Irishman. Oh, who's that? Victor Mateo is the guy who goes oh, off the books. Yeah, so Victor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Off um, the books. Like, he does stuff that's illegal, so he got fired. He got fired in episode one. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. right. But the guy, from, uh, the guy from uh, the lawyer guy, he was just he was in the big episode of HBO's Watchmen. He's, he's, uh, he's like, dude, he's people are loving Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, Billions is crushing it. Yeah. Okay, All right. So let's do, let's do a role play. Yeah, let's do a... No, let's do a Deepak Chopra. Oh, Deepak Chopra. You're right. Something I mean, we liked about the show. Dude, we don't even need to do Deepak <laughs> Chopra because this whole, we didn't say one thing we didn't like about yeah. this show. <laughs> we literally loved the show. Yeah, no. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment, I already kind of expressed this in, uh, in the phone call with Laurel, but it was that it showed that sometimes kids can ha- uh, have a lot of compassion for each other, which I really appreciate. I think that's nice. That is nice. Yeah. My, fav- my Deepak Deepak Chopra moment was um, you could see who the humorists were pretty quickly. I think like with the way that Alex spoke and Jimmy, they had good lines and it's like humor develops young. You could tell like Mike is unfunny, you know, <laughs> you, Greg is unfunny, right, right. you know, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. I abstain from Deepak Chopra. <laughs> Seriously. I don't want to say any part was my favorite because this is a perfect show. <laughs> this truly is the perfect yeah, show. This is the closest to perfection I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. like a predator. Let, well, you <laughs> said you had sex with a nine-year-old world. Yeah, like, was, you were the one who brought it there, so don't even start. <laughs> it was disgusting. Uh, let's it, was a, it was a good write-in. Let's do a role play. I didn't say it wasn't. It was creepy. I don't know why. You thought it was creepy? I didn't you think. Laid I laid down with a nine-year-old. <laughs> I didn't think it was creepy. I thought it was. It's funny. It's. It's. You don't. You didn't really fuck a nine-year-old boy. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's um, do. Uh, yeah. Let's. I want to be Mike. Town council. I want to be host Jonathan Karsh. Okay. I think we okay. haven't talked about. I'll it be. Um. I'll be Greg. Oh. Okay. <sighs> You have to listen to me when I give directions, Greg. Yeah, you have to listen. I'm, not, I'm in town council. Yeah, you know what that means to me? Nothing. And actually, you know what it means to me? Fucking nothing. Because I can say that because I'm 15. Boys. <sighs> he swore. Um, he swore. Did you hear him? This you is an AR-15. What the? F- <laughs> I am going to put it in 100 meters away. Uh, okay. The first one to raise to it decides what we do with it. <laughs> okay, but oh. what's the twist? Because I obviously have an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I have to get this. I know all about this. Ah! Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right, I Mike. I fell down. Now I'm going to make you taste the steel barrel. What? <laughs> You're going to make me taste the barrel of the gun? Yes. <laughs> All right, boys. I just want to let our listeners know at home there are no bullets in here. It's only filled with bleach. So <laughs> you can shoot a non lethal amount of bleach bullets at Mike. Okay. Mike, bite the curb. Oh, no. Gosh. I'm supposed to be a leader. I'm a natural leader. Well, Mike, sometimes leaders get killed. Ever heard of John F. Kennedy? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to leave. <laughs> So much bleach. And you know what? I actually, I'm a bully in, um, I actually just brought my, some of my own ammo. So it's what? time for you. What? To, you need to run, what? producer oh my guy. God. Luckily, oh my God. as a man with on the spectrum, I, as a nerdy white man on the spectrum, yes. I have a gun on me at all times. <laughs> I pull oh it no. out. Boom. Oh. Oh, wow. I'm so ripped. It went off my chest. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> are you? Oh my god, the bullet ricocheted, hit the host. Oh my god, the bullet went right near his penis. Oh my god, uh, we have to suck the bullet out. Yeah, suck the bullet. Okay, we have to suck the bullet yes, out. You're right. Okay, let's okay. both do it together. Oh my god, why, Zach? Why do you think this is so hot? Why are you uh, getting this hard? Is Jonathan, Clyde. I want to let you guys know the program is shut down. Zach. This is canceled. I'm oh canceling the show it's, right you're now. You're making it. Difficult to suck it out because it's so right, hard. I'm shooting myself. <laughs> Another role play ends with a suicide. I Teenage give, suicide. I, I it's give, not a joke. I give Kid Nation. I give Kid Nation uh, an eight. I was. I came in with very low expectations, but I thought that uh, it had some compassionate moments, and I really ended up enjoying myself watching it. I give this show a 9.9. This is the America's worst taken to an extreme. It is such an example of extreme American greed, and I cannot believe they did this, and I love it. Yeah. I give it an 8. Uh, it sort of nails all the like fantasies of joining, being alone as a kid, and thriving. You know, when yeah. you're a kid, you think... If I was alone, I would be absolutely killing it. You, you never think, think you like, think oh, I would probably die. You think your family's holding you back. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, good night, America. Good night, America.